vamp for five seconds. Just vamp. I'll just cut this. <laughs> we're gonna do, we're gonna fart rap. What? What happened? We vamped and we did a fart rap. Like, <laughs> don't cut it out then. Please. You better not. Welcome everybody to Making Enemies. I'm Chris. With me, as always, are Russ. Whoa. And Dave. Why am I always last? <laughs> uh, simply because uh, that's, we're just trying to set that precedent with the listener. They, they know what to expect. I don't want to catch them off guard, introduce you first, and have them go, what show am I listening to? Oh, I lost you there a bit. Oh, yeah, damn. Me too. Yeah. Right. Oh, what the fuck? Well, I said something very clever. Here it is. Really epic. Okay. Um, do you want to go first next time? No, I'm just. <laughs> whatever. I'm gonna make you go first next time. <laughs> make you do the intro. I I won't know what to say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, say hello. Oh oh, I just say hello. That's all I have to do. Hello. <laughs> just open the podcast with hello. Hello. <laughs> um, just gonna, like, spit his hello. <laughs> <laughs> um. Where the fuck were we? <laughs> yeah. Off to a good start. You're going to have that in already editing oh, that's, in his mind. Usually we make it further than this. <laughs> this is why I write stuff down. Yeah. Well, you were doing it pretty uh, gingerly. It was like, you know, hey, this is Making Enemies. <laughs> that hey. was the intro. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't come up with a podcast that what this podcast was about. This podcast is about TV shows you should or should not watch. That's the best I can do on, on the spot. Um. Thanks, everybody, for joining us this week. Um, like, subscribe, follow us on Instagram. We got Spotify. We got iTunes. Do what you got to do. Uh, if you are one of the lucky few who have continued to uh, listen to us, you, you know, you're probably tired of hearing that. But tell your friends. Get other people listening. Tell them when new episodes come out. So we record on Thursdays. So we always have a new episode come out in the morning uh, that we record because we record Thursday nights usually. And... Um, that's it. That's it. I know I got no, nothing special for for my intro this week. I do want to throw it over to Dave, who uh, spurred this topic for this week's discussion for this week's episode. Yeah, Dave, why don't you tell tell everybody what we're going to be doing? Yeah, sure. So I thought it'd be fun. Well, actually, so like my wife and I were, it was like a couple weekends ago, and we we're like, all right, what are we going to watch? The most probably this question every household's asking. Right. right. You know, you have. There's so yep. many options on every post, you know, Netflix, Prime, whatever the fuck you subscribe to. There's a billion things to do. So the idea was, is we would pick three shows, three separate shows, and we would all watch the first episode, talk about it, review it. And at the end, each one of us would then kind of go all in and say like, all right, this is the show that I would continue to watch. Now, it's quite possible they're all shit. Mm-hmm. Right. And but you still have to say, like, of of the three shitty ones, I would most likely watch this one <laughs> or they're all amazing, whichever. So that was the idea. Like, hopefully it'd be fun. Um, maybe the three of us 
we would keep watching the show or you as a listener would maybe be intrigued to watch the show. So a little bit of a review of, of relevant, <laughs> semi-relevant, TV. semi, semi-relevant. Yeah, except exactly. Chris's. Yeah. Except yeah. Chris's. <laughs> <laughs> Who didn't, some, some people don't want to follow the rules. It's fine. Uh, that's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe I was just trying to grab it. Something that, you wanted to watch. Meant, meant, yeah, that's something I was like, <laughs> said I wanted to watch four years ago and never got around to. Or seven years ago. Or seven. <laughs> now, that I, now that I see it's on the fucking Wikipedia page. I love his, your explanation. It was, so they're supposed to be, they were supposed to be like somewhat new shows is what we're talking about. Yeah, and sorry. one of them is, isn't that new? Which is why we're goofing on Chris. Yeah. <laughs> I, I missed that but, adjective. In that I love what you were like, it's new to HBO Max. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I didn't have I didn't have Cinemax seven years ago, so uh, now I can watch it. So now it's new. So now everyone can watch it. Come on, how many people watched it when it first came out? No. Yeah. Exactly. So what? Oh, by the way, guys, uh, Banshee's on HBO Max now. So just want to tell you that. That's right. Hint, hint. That's like that's like your all one of your all time faves. Yeah. Oh please, yes. Oh, it's great. Yeah. Okay. You're gonna fucking if you ever watch it, you're gonna be like, why didn't I watch it? <laughs> <laughs> Dave, I think this I think this topic is a is a good one because I I'm actually like tired of trying to find stuff <laughs> to watch. Like there's just right. too many things. I just need I just now need people to just tell me what to watch. Like just go watch one episode of this. And I'm like, all right. Like this was a good reason for me to sit down and watch three shows I'd never seen before, frankly. Right. So does yeah. Dave. That's why he came up with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but watching these three shows is the only television I've watched in the past couple of Mm. weeks but anyway whatever it's anyway hopefully coming out of this so my one question is i know one of us has seen more than just one episode right so chris did you have you only seen one of each or just one i only i followed the, those rules at least i only watched the first so episode of these three shows it'll be interesting especially on the ones like that we've only seen re- literally one episode which i'm assuming dave with the other two you probably just watch one right Correct. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of an interesting, because you know how shows are. It, the first episode literally is all set up <laughs> for yeah. what's going to happen in the season. So it's usually yeah. a good one to judge by. So Of course. Yeah. You get the, the, the main thrust of the plot. You meet the most important characters. Like you get a, a sense of the tone and like the cinematography and all that stuff. Well, like real quick question. If you look back to, if you look at shows, your favorite shows of the past, were you hook, line, and sinker episode one, or it was like five episodes in, like you were all in. I don't know if you remember that or not. I'm thinking more than not probably was in right from the get-go. Yeah. Like the one that comes to mind, it might be cheating with this one since it's like a really long episode, but Battlestar Galactica. Uh Yeah. I think it's like a two hour. It's like a three hour mini series was the premiere. Yeah. But it's like quote unquote the first episode. Yeah. But it was amazing. I was like, unbelievable. For like a cable TV show. You're like, what? I was like, this is so good. That's a good call. Have you have we talked about this? Have you guys gone back to watch Battlestar? Nope. I have not. No. Never have. I don't know. I don't know if I could rewatch that show. I would I would like to, because you know, I do like rewatching things. Yeah. If I Me too. And I like, sometimes it's good to give like a little period where you haven't seen it and then go back. Um, but I haven't seen it since it went off, I don't think. Same. 
Except for like a random clip flipping around on TV, like you pass by Sci-Fi Channel or whatever. You're like, oh my god, right? This fucking Battlestar. Oh my god. I'm a pretty staunch defender of the last season too. So I'd have to rewatch that again to see if I still have the same feeling because a lot of people shit on it. I barely remember. I mean, to me, the last season had the the bad one, the one like before that. I think is the one where they're stranded on like Earth or whatever. Remember that where like guys Baltar is president. Oh yeah, it, it's just like a, it's just like a five year gap between right. like one season and the next. So, I, one show that I I can think of. That I the arch of this arc of the show. Like the first episode was good, but it was later on where I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. Was the first season of True Detective. Yes. Like I knew I knew episode one, I wanted to keep watching this. That's a good one. But by the end, I was like, holy fuck, that was incredible. Yeah. You know? I think I think you're right. Like once I remember I came home, I was abroad, working abroad for a while, and I came home. The show had aired in the U.S., and when I came back, I was like, I need to watch this as soon as I get back. The week I, I got... Wait, you were working on abroad? I was what? working on abroad. Oh, I was okay. working on abroad for a couple hey. weeks. <laughs> come on, come back and watch a little TV. <laughs> you doing over there? <laughs> I was outside of the United States oh, okay. for a job. Sorry. A job with abroad. What happened abroad? <laughs> and I came back to watch I came back and watched True Detective and I was into it I was like I like it I like it and then you have that scene that it's like midway through the season it's the Warner that goes through like the drug bust oh, or whatever yeah. through so, like the, 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 the that may be one seen. of the best yeah oh my god unbelievable I, I'd never seen the like before it was <laughs> no, incredible no. yeah we talked I think we talked about that on a past pod probably I don't know if it was one that got released the Oh, maybe not. I don't know if that one is. Uh, yeah, that might be a zero point five. We were we were all like going off about that at one point, but yeah, but that's a good one because remember the very end of the first episode is that scene where he's like, they're basically yelling at him for not telling him any good info, and he's like, "You're asking the wrong fucking questions," and he like opens yep. a beer, yeah, <laughs> and then it ends. Yep. <laughs> I would I would go back and rewatch that. I think. But Dave, to answer your original question, like very few shows are you locked in from like the first episode, I feel mm-hmm. like. The ones that you find to be your favorite, like you could always, I always point back at The Wire. I'm like, it takes like eight episodes for The Wire to make any sense. But when it does, it's so perfect. You're like, I get everything. I, I get it. It all makes sense now. That's a good yep. example of the, of, the, of the inverse of what we were just mentioning about it catching you in the first episode. Yep. I, I waited like, I saw that years later when like literally like five friends that didn't know each other were like, have you seen the wire? Why didn't you watch the wire? Are you crazy? Why aren't you watching? I'm like, Oh, I guess I should watch the show. Yeah. I'm trying to, I'm having a tough time thinking of an episode that after the first episode, I was like, or a show where I was at the first episode, I was like super, super into it. Like locked in. Locked in. I'm sure it's happened. I, I, I just can't. Yeah. I mean, usually they're, you know how they're, they're usually the pilot episode, which they use to kind of sell the show. So, yeah. you know, they're really trying to make it good. What's also weird in those pilot episode moments is that like sometimes the pilot will come, they'll, they'll do the pilot like, I don't know, eight months in advance. Mm-hmm. And then the second episode, like one of the characters, the actors will be different. And you're like, what the fuck does happen? Yeah, or they have a completely different haircut or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if you guys even watch the show. I don't, I don't, I never heard you say anything, but X Files was, I think, was one that I also liked right from the get go. That was a big X File back in the day. S- series like that, network shows or whatever, 
Yeah. They, they don't seem to have a beginning or end. It's just a show that's on. Like I have, no, on I, have, on. I have no fucking idea what the first that's called. A so, that's called a soap opera. No matter what they bill it as. It's a, yeah. like to me, Cobra Kai is a soap opera too. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally a soap opera. Uh, I, I feel great that you're, that you're like all about Cobra Kai right now. You're probably ahead of that's me awesome. at this point. I'm in season three. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like three episodes or me. three or four episodes into season three. <laughs> it's like all I watched, except for these three shows that we have for this pod. You kept texting me about it. I was like, I think he actually likes it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm watching it. Should we get into it? I was yeah. going to say, like, we're 15 minutes in. We haven't even said what shows. This is perfect. This is what podcasting is. Uh, Guys, come on, baby. That wasn't that wasn't a tangent, though. That was kind of relevant. Yeah, oh, well, so. totally. Totally. So you pick, what's the first one, Dave? Pick the first show you want to discuss. Well, all right. Well, these are the three shows, right? We have Chris's pick, which is the Nick. When did that, when, did, when was it? When was the first episode of that? You just looked it up. What? 1992. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was, it was actually a documentary filmed back in 18. 18- in 1900. Yeah, it's, real. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's, it's live action. Uh, that show apparently came out in 2014. I had no idea. <laughs> okay. But my buddy, but a friend of mine was like, hey, The Nick is now on HBO Max. You should definitely go watch The Nick. I was like, I, I was like I've always wanted to watch it. I, I forget about it. I remember, I forget about it. I remember it. Now it's available. Let me go watch it. I didn't realize it was that old when it, when it was recommended. And I was struggling to come up with one. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> so that's what I, that was top of mind. Because you've seen every show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The second show was Your Honor, right? Yep. And then the third show was Lupin, and we I referenced that's the show Russ you mentioned that I have seen more because I had mentioned it on the previous episode. Um, but those were the three. So the task right. was we would each watch first episode, talk about it, bash it, like it, whatever thoughts. And I don't know. Why don't we start with Your Honor? Like that's probably freshest in Chris's mind. <laughs> probably is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Being that we watched the end of it with him as we started. He was on the TV in the background when he joined the Zoom call. So that's pretty clear. I mean, I get that. Yeah, pretty I good. was watching it. Like, <laughs> who, wait, whose suggestion was this? What's that? This is Russ, your call? This was a Dave recommendation. This, this was my pick. Got it. Yep. Okay. How would you like to? How would you like to get into it? Like, when when did you hear about this show? And all right. Well, like, so I picked. I picked the show. I don't know. Uh, I don't know who had told me about it. I don't know if it came up like on a re, like on a review and it came up in my social or wherever. Anyway, I was intrigued. Right. Um, Brian Cranston. Great. The premise now, now, now. Apparently, this is not. It's not original. It's like a remake of a story to an earlier thought where there's nothing new anymore. <laughs> it's just a remake of something. Um, yep. Yep. But you know. But anyway, it's so. It's all. All I knew coming into this was the premise was Brian Cranston was a drudge, a judge. Some shit going some drama apparently or whatever that was personal. That's literally all I knew. I didn't know anything else coming into this. 
whatsoever. Shocking, shocking that you didn't know anything else. Well, listen, the fact that I knew it, <laughs> that I knew it existed, which that's good. I don't know many things that exist. Yeah, uh, was. <laughs> High enough praise for me to maybe give it a shot. <laughs> this is brand. This is brand spanking new too. So is it? Did it like just come out? Yeah, from, oh, I think yeah. it just I think like in, dropped in, like last week or something. Oh, this is first. It was on. It says on Hulu. It says first episode was December sixth of last year. What? And the last episode came out last. It says the last episode came out February fourteenth. So okay, so it was not that new then. It must have gotten uh, press because they're doing that whole. Pr- Thing where they let you watch one episode on like Prime and in Hulu, I is, guess. Is this the first show since Breaking Bad with Brian Cranston as the leading actor, as like the premise of the show? That's an interesting TV? question. He's done movies. I don't know if he's done a show though. A show is usually a big, much bigger time uh, eater for an actor too. So if he wants to do movies, this might be the first show he's done. I don't know. Like Breaking Bad ended in what twenty thirteen, ish. Yes, exactly twenty thirteen. I so I think this is, I think what he, it says here he was in the, the stand. I don't even know. I'm just reading off of uh, IMDb. Anyway, I think this is as the leading actor in a show. Like this is his. This is his next thing, since Breaking Bad. He apparently was on. Sneaky Pete, which was with I think Rabizi. Yeah. Um, but I never watched that show. Was he a recurring character though, or he just did like one episode? No, it says, ten, it says ten episodes. I don't know. I never watched it. Oh that. yeah, so he was on it for sure then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's one of the he's one of the best actors out there. He's so phenomenal. He's phenomenal. I mean, he really is. I, I had not heard of this show prior, I think Dave, to you recommending it. The only other exposure was I was talking to my brother-in-law who is also, he's like, yo, me and my dad are watching Your Honor. You got to see it. Brian Cranston, amazing. And I was a little buzzed when he was telling me the story. So I actually forgot that he recommended it to me. <laughs> but, because uh, <laughs> no. he told me like the whole plot and then I re- was watching the show and I had no, I was like, whoa, this, this is crazy. Oh, it's a crime boss. And then I had a very, an inkling of a memory. I was like, oh, I think I heard about this being about a crime boss. <laughs> um. <laughs> But yeah, so Brian Cranston, it's set in New Orleans. He's a judge. I mean, it's not a spoiler to talk about the episode. Like, I don't think so. We're, yeah. we're spoiling all the first episodes, so deal with it. Or, or don't, whatever, listeners. He's a judge. His son gets in a car accident, kills the son of, it turns out, a crime boss in New Orleans. Like, that's that's it. It's actually, the, the elevator pitch is really small. It's right. really easy. So the reason that we were watching the show together just before the podcast started, I needed to finish it was because I had watched the Nick the other day and I was like, all right, let me watch this also. I'll put this on. You cried so much that you had to take a break. By the time I got through the Nick and I got to the scene halfway through this episode where he's trying to like, he's talking to his son about the murder, not murder, but like the car crash. Mm -hmm. I way too heavy. I was like, I cannot deal with this. It's too heavy. It's too dark. If the whole show is going to be this just drama and sadness and guilt for 10 episodes, I'm like, uh, I am out. I'm sorry, Chris. I, 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 was, I was kidding. but No, for real. I was crying. <laughs> but I was like, this is so heavy. I was shouting at the TV. I was like, yeah. did you feel the same way? Did you have that oh, reaction watching I, it? I totally did. Actually, the, my emotional roller coaster of this episode, I, I, I parallel kind of your experience to a degree, you know? And I was right. like, yeah. 
Yeah, it was it was like too too much. And then having watched the Nick, which we'll talk about mm-hmm. just before, like I was just like so depressed. It's <laughs> like no, yeah. I'm not watching this. That will be yeah. my review for this episode. Is I couldn't even finish it, you guys. But then I felt guilty. I was like Dave subjected himself to WandaVision on my behalf. (laughs) So I got to watch Your Honor. So I put it on just before this episode started. And when we find out that when you, when there's that moment in the episode where he's in the police station, he sees the guy and then he runs out of the police station and he's like, he goes like, that's the crime boss. We have to get out of here. I was like, Oh, this is a different show. This is a different show. Absolutely. I totally like my whole thing was, First off, all right, so you you it's leading down this path of if the whole show is about guilt, I'm like, ah, I fucking can't deal with this. Yeah. And, where it's always like uh like tr- trying to hide from the truth or just like that suspension thing, not interested. Def- he just loves his son so much, he'll do anything for him, and he's a judge, so he he's gonna preside <laughs> over the case of his son. Like my head was like, Where am I? Where am I with this? What's gonna happen? Keep going. Uh, yeah, and and I have this th- whatever, say what you want. Like, it could be any type of show. That, like, parent-child, like, relationship protection thing, like, freaking rips me apart. So, like, there's that. And and I'm like, all of the clues, like, all of these things that happen throughout that are very obvious. They are purposely showing, I'm dropping my inhaler. I am going, like, it's so, it's, it's so obvious of the things being left behind that are going to be all the shit they have to cover up. Yep. I'm like, this show can't be about this. Like, okay. Like, like, yes, they're going to probably have to go back and erase this videotape at the gas station. They're going to have to go do this. They're going to have to do it. Right. I'm like, this really can't be that lame. Right. But when that happened, when it was, when he realized who this was and everything changed, this was no longer about, like doing what is right. This was like, I need to protect my family now because my son's going to get killed. I'm going to get killed. Yeah. Like everything's different. That was a legit game changer moment. I was like, this show is going to be them on the run or something. Like, I don't know what this is going to be, but it's not what I thought it was going to be. And what I hope it's about, this is going to be about power. It's going to be about the power of the, the mob in new Orleans, this, Jimmy Baxter guy and his family. It's and, Jimmy Bowles. It's Jimmy, Jimmy Bowles. Jimmy Bowles, hey. <laughs> and the you pa- seen Jimmy Baxter? <laughs> <laughs> and the power of a judge. Right. With the guy from The Wire. Like, come on. He's going to have to yes. say, he's going to have to be like, shit. Like, that's going <laughs> to, like, there's going <laughs> to No, he's not. Always <laughs> has to see Clay Davis. It's going to have to be there somewhere. I love when Clay Davis makes an appearance. He just has like a gray goatee. Otherwise, he looks the same. Yeah, it was like 15 years ago. He was on that fucking show. <laughs> Shit. He's in that. He's in that movie too. Do you see a uh, Five Bloods? Or so, I think it's called. Oh, is he in that? The Five Bloods or something? Yeah, it's it's up for awards, I believe. But I I, I noticed he was standing there. I was like, ah, oh, it's it's Clay Davis. <laughs> <laughs> Russ, what was your what was your vibe during while you, when you watched this? What were you thinking? Well. We happened to text when, I forget which, I think I was in the midst of watching one of the shows. It might've been the Nick, because I'd already watched Your Honor. And we were talking about dark, the the shows are. And this show is dark as fuck. (laughs) 
I'm usually all about dark, like dark shit. But I mean, I can't what, tell me the moment of like any type of jubilation at all. Le- in this. Levity. This levity. There's nothing. <laughs> no. It's he literally kills the kid within the first part of the 10 minutes of, of the episode. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, and, and that like you knew that was happening. Yeah. You like the, the, the kid got his motorcycle for his birthday and you're like, all right, he's dying on that. Like you just, <laughs> you just, you just know that that's what's going to happen. So then like he's on his bike. It's birthday, death day. Like, and, and his inhaler is on the, on the, floor of the car and he's reaching over you're like you know what's gonna happen oh yeah yeah, yeah. and it still fucking surprised me when it happened like it didn't surprise me that it happened but like the way it happened it's and, shocking like, it was a shocking moment like i thought it was, it was like, very oh my realistic God. very yeah. realistic too remember like the super awkward way he's trying to like take his pulse and like give him mouth to mouth and like some like totally like lay person terms and then he thinks he's trying to tell him something and then just vomits blood all over his face yeah what the fuck? It was so visceral. That whole scene was so intense. Like it was so hard to watch that whole fucking yeah. scene. Yeah, for yeah. sure. It's like my, I guess, I don't know, whatever it is about me, I was watching the show. I was like, oh my God, what if, what if I was in this situation? Like, what, what would that, what would that, what would happen? And then you go to the immediate next scene where Brian Cranston comes home to talk to his kid. And then I'm like, now I put myself in Brian Cranston. She's like, Oh my God, what do I do in that situation? I'm the kid's dad. Like, what if my kid did this? Like, wh- how do you, what is this conversation? It was two back, like, it was like 35 uninterrupted minutes of just like anxiety. I was like, yeah. I have to stop. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you turned it off. <laughs> yes. I hear you. It doesn't get any better, obviously. As far as that goes, I mean. I will say it, it looks great. I think the cinematography, I think the camera work, I think everything about that, we've talked about like on the Tenet episode, we kind of spent some time talking about like the look of things. I think this looks really, really good. They spent a bunch of money on it. You can tell like it looks beautiful. Um, the acting is unreal yeah. uh, because you have Cranston, you, but you also have Michael Stuhlbarge who has been in a ton of stuff, including like Boardwalk Empire. Um, he is a phenomenal actor and I can't wait to see the rest of the season because he's really only in two small scenes. Yeah, he's good too. He's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, he's really, really good. Um, so I will say that I'm glad that I went back to watch it to see that moment to realize it probably or hopefully won't be so rough to watch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like I ended up kind of like getting the whole thing. I would have, I would have felt stupid coming in like not having seen the second half. Like my parting thought on this show was if this if that turn at the end which made you go like oh shit is really what the show is about where it's less about hiding from the truth of this accident and more about the judge versus this mob like just like and this power play and a very what an intriguing dynamic that could possibly be like that to me seems really cool yeah yeah well you see they they set it up perfectly where they have the scene in the courtroom where you see that he's a very, you know, moral person. The way he like shakes down yeah. the guy who's the witness and yeah. basically rules in favor of the of the defendant there. And then you have the whole flipping the script where his son's in trouble and what are you gonna do? 
my favorite part of that, the scene where he is cleaning the car, you, he like exudes like the pain that he's going through. Like, Mm. he's like sweating and like, (laughs) yeah, that, that was intense. That was the most intense scene to me for some reason. Oh, wow. That's interesting. His neighbor, his nosy neighbor's watching. Oh my God. The nosy neighbor. always the worst. It's, and you feel like there's no wasted scripting in this. Even from that scene, like, okay, you go to the whole, like that court scene where the lawyer shows up and he's like, sorry, I'm late. Prostate cancer. That then gets utilized at the end of the episode with the cop on the bridge. Like everything. Yeah. Everything has somewhat of a purpose, right? Yeah. And look, yeah. I'll, I'll, I said this to Dave off, <laughs> off mic. Um, I love you. I, I it, oh. it's I told him I love you. I was like, I'm so glad we're watching the show together. It's gonna bring us closer together. <laughs> I I was like, I am getting Walter White vibes mm-hmm. early in this show. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, his character is gonna turn at some point. He's gonna become something. He's else. gonna break a little bit, right? He's gonna. He's like, turning into something bre- else. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that makes an appearance every pod. Yes, it does. <laughs> Family Guy fans out there? Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, good okay. Shit. So that so are we good on your honor? Yeah, we're good. We're good. All right. So that was the first one. We will give you, stick around, we'll give you our, uh, I don't know, review? Whether or not we're going to continue watching it at the end. Our verdict. Hey, Chris. Ah! Oh! <laughs> Jesus. At the end. <laughs> Should we move on? Yeah. Move on. All right. Who's next? Russ. All right. So the show I decided to go with is Lupin, which is a Netflix show. May have heard of it. And it is a show that is a French show that dubbed. But I've that's this is literally another show I've heard from at least two or three people. Like, oh yeah, you should watch this show. So Thought it was a perfect one to choose since I had not seen it. It's kind of like a heist show, but you're not sure where it's going to lead after this initial episode, which is good. I like that. Uh, He kind of gives you some insight into his character at the very, very end. And obviously there's a lot of like backstory that I think they're going to get into as time goes on too with his family and the reason that he is who he is. But I thought it was good. This is the show that I, I've watched more than one episode of. I've not finished it, still. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I do remember my initial reaction to this. I was intrigued. I was engaged. I had a couple negative reactions when the plot line seemed to just conveniently move along, like when he goes to. I mean, I guess he owes money or whatever, to that little, like, mob group, and then almost instantaneously convinces them to go in on some heist. It, it just seemed very convenient to... I 100% was feeling exactly the same way. Right, I was like... <laughs> Usually a heist thing is, like, right. it's really convoluted, and, like, you know, one guy doesn't trust the other guy. How do you know this guy? How do you know he's going to show up? Like, the whole... Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a million heist movies that we could reference from, you know, usual suspects to Ronin to... Ocean's Eleven, for Christ's sake! I mean, come on. Well, you know, I never saw that. So, <laughs> but like, so like, the, like those, like that scene was like, 
all right, I'll give it a pass. Like, whatever. Um, yeah, we're going to murder you. Oh, no, now we'll go in with you on a plot to steal the multi-million dollar necklace. At the, at the Louvre. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. Not to knock over a bodega. <laughs> to fucking yeah. break into the Louvre. The Louvre is probably like the most security, high security place in the entire Paris. Uh, yeah, no, it's like the equivalent of like, Oh, no, 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 oh, no, I'll get, I'll get you, I'll get you your, your, your $10,000 first. <laughs> I have this plan to take over Fort Knox. Like, don't yeah. like just, <laughs> all right, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. How much do you, yeah, what did, what did he owe? Like a thousand dollars? I'll do you one better. How about $23 million? <laughs> yeah. well, let's say with compounded interest, it was 10,000. He's like, <laughs> I know I owe you 10,000, but how about I, we get $50 million. Oh, okay, let's do it. And then there's this like some schlub playing video games. He's like, can I come? And they're like, yeah, come too. Yeah, sure. You're, you look totally reliable. That went, that went well. Dave, you talked about this show mm-hmm. uh, one of our previous episodes. And I remember being like, okay, this sounds interesting. A heist at the Louvre. Yeah. And what you didn't do is explain anything past the first episode, which I actually now in retrospect really appreciate. Because I thought that the whole show was the heist at the Louvre. But what you learn, and, and, and that Russ was talking about before, is like you learn that this is one in probably many, many uh, jobs that this guy, Lupin, uh, like, like has done. But you don't realize that from the start. You assume that he's just some regular guy that, yeah, somehow convinces a bunch of local criminals to do this heist. But you learn by the end of the episode, he's a fucking criminal mastermind. Right. <laughs> and like, it is just going to go exponentially hockey stick fucking crazy from there, as of my assumption, right? Um, there are clues. And I think that scene is one. But there are a few clues that make you go like, wait a minute. Like, how did that happen? Or how is that like this? For example, when he brings money to his... I guess the mother of his child, he hands her this fucking huge stack of cash across the table. He's not like, oh, scrounging around for money. He's like, here, here's like, uh, I don't know, $100,000, whatever, euros. Right. And he just hands it to her. And then when they're doing the be- the heist, he's like, don't worry, I'll be, the, I'll be the guy. And he's like totally decked out. He looks great. He's super confident, right? He's not like a guy who's like, oh, I hope we get this right. He's calm and collected. And then there's a website that exists to back him up. I'm like, wait, which one of those idiots built a website to like make this heist happen? And then you start piecing it all together. And by the end, when they do that reveal that it was connected to the this thief, this thief of literature, then it was a book that his dad gave. And this was actually like a revenge plot too. Like, yeah, I was not expecting that. I, I really liked being so surprised by this. Mm-hmm. And apologies, listener. <laughs> <laughs> He's like a diesel Kaiser Soze. Yeah, but but a little nicer. Who has a who has a yeah. better agent than Ava? <laughs> He's way less sloppy. Way less sloppy. He pretends to be sloppy, which is even harder. You know, <laughs> right. they show where like he's like he gets tackled, and he like shoves the real necklace in the garbage can. <laughs> I was a little dubious about that. I'm like, how does he know? I guess he knows when it's going to get emptied. Otherwise, he calculated. Well, it. well, yeah, yeah, he's the janitor emptying it or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I think no one was there that recognized him at the auction. 
That would have been awkward. <laughs> yeah. <And> the other <laughs> employees like, hey, shouldn't you be carrying a broom? But it is overnight, I guess, right? It's not when they do the cleaning. So there wouldn't really be anybody there. Not till later. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Not like underground or whatever. I, I, like, again, I've seen more of this and I would generally say it's really fun. I haven't seen all of it. But you can keep poking. Like, how does you are at the auction and you just, you just, like, yeah, you just keep raising your hand exponentially at some high, ridiculous price. Like, I'm just going to keep winning this. Like, how? Yeah, what does he bid? He bids like like 25 mil over the current bid price, I think, in order to secure it. And and they just, (laughs) and like, he is somehow, I guess, played the system where they believe he has all this i don't know anyway yeah wikipedia apparently prove is how you vet the bidders <laughs> sure that's what, that's what he, they look at yeah <laughs> during the auction not before <laughs> they're like oh look look at this wikipedia page he has 576 million and the guy's like that checks out oh wee wee <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're checking a page that can be edited by anybody on the planet. Yes, it was edited by like any random schlub. And it was. All right, Chris, and then we go back in time for your pick. Okay, okay, so we'll move on. So, okay, so that was Lupin. Lupin. Um, yeah. Just for the record, I, I, I really enjoyed that show. Yeah. Um, so my pick was The Nick, which... Uh, is now on HBO Max, as we <laughs> discussed before. The show came out in 2014. I, I, we, we talked about it. <laughs> this is a show I'd wanted to watch for a while. I did Half not the actors know are dead now. Half the actors are dead. <laughs> it was filmed in 1900. They're dead as hell. <laughs> Clive Owen, long dead. Um, geez. I went in not knowing exactly what to expect for in terms of tone setting. Like I really didn't know. I was like something about hospitals. I didn't even know what year was set in. I was like, okay, it's supposed to be good. It's, it's um, not David Fincher. It's uh, uh, Steven, Steven Soderbergh. Soderberg. Right. Steven Soderbergh. So that was like a big deal. I remember hearing a lot about the show. It's available now. I was like, okay, fine. Let, let's give it a shot. Watch the first episode. It's a real bummer. <laughs> real <laughs> fucking bummer. Love it. Uh, in the first eight minutes of the show, uh, a pregnant mother dies in childbirth. <laughs> the baby dies in childbirth. And a man who's doing the surgery kills himself. And that's all you need to know. And that's all you need to know about the Nick. <laughs> I don't know how much more there is to say about it. Except for the, the racism that comes later. Oh, Other yeah, the over-the-top <laughs> racism that permeates the end of this episode. Uh, um, uh, yeah. You guys? Thoughts? So, this show is currently impossible for me to watch <laughs> in in quarantine. Like, my, I, I, I put the show on. My wife is like, what is this fucking shit? <laughs> Turn it off immediately. Like, Why? So, Oh, well, just why would you do that? Just, well, just the, I mean, the blood, the gore, even, even if, oh, even if it's yeah. like in its own medical setting and, and it's like, pretty gory. as, as you just described, they're basically 
where they're pumping the pints of blood out of the pregnant woman. Manually with a <laughs> Put your back vacuum. into it. <laughs> so the whole premise, the whole setting of this entire show is medicine and surgery at the time of this stuff's being invented. Would that, this is the cesarean section attempt. No woman has survived. Like they are, what you're watching is like, you know, this has, it's never been successful before. Right. Right. And so like, this is the moment in time we're watching. And, and I, I guess you applaud the show for, um, Brace, basically bringing you into the reality of that period of time. You know, the pumping of the blood. They have, what, candles? They don't have, like, lights and shit? Like, it's just, that's what they're in, right? And the shit they're having to deal with. And the doctors who are doing this, I mean, it's, um, you, had, you know, you had mentioned your honor and, like, kind of the emotional thing. If you are, if you are really intently watching this show, like, holy crap, you know? <laughs> it's like... I think that's what they're going for. So, yeah, <laughs> I love the ambulance slash coroner dudes <laughs> who pick up the dead bodies. <laughs> they're the best. They're like the biggest douchebags. Basically, they they threaten to beat the shit out of another group of guys in order to get their corpse because I guess you get paid based on how many corpses you bring in. And then they're constantly trying to like bang a, a nun <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who talks mad shit. She back talks to them. mad shit to them. <laughs> and the fact that they like just like walk away. <laughs> She's like, whatever. Fuck you. And, and uh, obviously, we know the, the vices of the main character, Clive Owen's character. And he's also like a total dick. Yeah. Which I don't think is that a uh, that uncommon for a high level physician in any age. So drug addict dickhead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. They said like in the first the the first shot of the episode, he's like in an opium den, or I suppose like a cocaine den, or something, some sort of some sort of drug den in, in right. Lower Manhattan, and. uh they obviously set him up as like this tortured genius, right? I, I the, there was a moment at the end that I felt it felt like a little cringy to me. It's when he he sh- <laughs> he needs to be revived from drug, I guess, cocaine withdrawal. Okay, so a nurse has to go to his house, inject him in the P- dick, pee pee, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with drugs. The next scene is him like bursting into the operation room, operating theater, <laughs> like vim and vigor. He's like a hundred cc's of this. I just had an injection in my penis. Here we go. <laughs> and then like he fixes this guy. He does like I don't know anesthesia. He, he numbs the guy. And uh, the um, new like chief of surgery or assistant chief of surgery is like, I need to. I hate it here, but I need to learn everything <laughs> you know. And I was like. What a corny moment. Like, yeah. I hate you, but God damn it, do I respect you. Like, they just wrote it into the script. <laughs> the like, moment, come on. Um, like, two minutes before that, he's like, he's a madman. <laughs> <laughs> he's a genius. Well, that he was impressed by how he did the bowel surgery, I guess. And had his, like, special tool that he smelted himself and every, all that. Right. So, Yeah, it, it felt very difficult 
man syndrome of like, you've got these antiheroes as the stars of your show. You've got a Walter White or a Tony Soprano or a fucking house, right? Like these dickhead guys that are like genius and they're tortured. I don't know. I just felt like another one of those. Um, it felt familiar. I'm not sure if that's what I'm in the mood for anymore though. Honestly, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not sure about it. They try to be realistic. It's like, it's he, he's a genius, but he's has so many demons, you know? I imagine there are even more demons than the one we than the ones we saw in the episode. It's going to end up where like he becomes having like begrudging respect for the other doctor. You know, he doesn't want him there. And the other pompous doctor who is going to be the head of surgery is going to like get pissed off and like quit or something. Definitely. He's going to open like a rival hospital or something across the street. Yeah. Um, If I could pause here for a second, I think three different shows about three completely different things entirely, but more than that, just the type of show that it is. You have your honor where the whole setup in the beginning is dictating where this is going in the future, right? You clearly know what you're going to be watching going forward, whether, whether it's hiding from covering up the truth of the accident, or is it a power play between the mob and the judge? You have Lupin where it's, Man of mystery, like you, you end that episode like I want to know more. Like this is fascinating. It's fun. It's different. And then the Nick is like, "Where is this going?" Like, I don't know. Like it, it's like you have to be bought in and to Clive Owen's character and the involvement of, like, I just imagine truckloads of more blood and gore and death and cocaine. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think like, I think you're right. I don't know where this will go except for more deaths in the operating theater and just like the body count on the show is going to be really high. <laughs> right. But it's not going to be fun <laughs> like, while, they're, while they're piling up, you know, like, it, like, like in a Rambo sense, right? That's fun when the body count is high. This seems like the opposite of that. This seems like... Oh, I do see this God. has an this is rated 8.5 out of 10 on IMDb. <laughs> do you think? Oh, we are very, I, I feel like we talk a lot about accents on this show. Do you <laughs> think that at the very beginning of this episode, Clive Owen was still tr- figuring it out? But isn't he British? Because <laughs> he's supposed to be doing like New York accent and it's like not there, I don't think, at the beginning. Uh, I don't know. Is he supposed to be American? I don't even know. I assumed so. Uh, he seems to be talking in not his normal accent, I guess. So I guess he's American. He sounds like McNulty, right? <laughs> he sounds like a guy who is trying to do a very localized regional American accent that's <laughs> English trying to do that. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> here's the fucking, here's the character description that shows up <laughs> on Wikipedia or on whatever Google. Nice. Uh, he's the chief surgeon at the uh, hospital and the main protagonist of the Nick. Highly talented and respected in the operating room. However, he is also a drug addict. <laughs> Period. <laughs> so there we go. Like you said, Dave, three very different shows. Yes. Two super depressing. Two super depressing, but in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, we're, we, I feel like we should get there, right? Like, yep, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's start with Your Honor. Will you guys continue to watch that show based on the first episode? 
I, I'll go. I'll go first. I am definitely going to continue watching the show. I, I am a little nervous. I, I here's the thing: is like I am really hopeful that it goes in a direction, as I mentioned earlier, of less about covering up the truth and more about this power play between the judge and the mob. Like that to me sounds super fun, and the quality of writing and the of what we've seen in the first episode would make me trust that they could do that very well. I am not going to watch this show. But the main reason is because I don't have Showtime. (laughs) (laughs) God damn it. I would definitely, I would keep watching it for sure because this seems like one of those 10 episode season kind of shows. Yeah. You know, major premium network usually has a how they roll. So, by want, I would definitely see it. Um, but you'll have to let me know if it's good, Dave. All right. <laughs> Chris? Despite what I thought originally, I would definitely keep watching this show. I was convinced on Tuesday night that I was never going to watch another minute of this. <laughs> and then I finished the episode, and I, I'm very interested to see where it goes. I think it could be really, really good. So, I'm in on this. Oh, awesome. Okay. Number two, Lupin. Dave, how many episodes have you watched? Three. Okay. So I think there's only five in this season. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's a lot. My wife's finished it. Yeah. Um, five. I'm not even sure exactly how many they are. Um, will you finish the remaining two? From, uh, yes. Yes, I will. I, it's, from what I have seen, I'm sorry, but it gives things away. It it stays true to what you hope it is, where it's fun. It keeps, there's more intrigue. There's more stuff. It's more about revenge and other cool shit in it. So ton of, ton of fun. A lot less stressful than the other two shows. <laughs> like there was no stress. There was no, like, this is a popcorn shit. Like this is like, you're good. That's so weird. I never heard of a five episode season before. French. Real French people. They're like, ah, we're done with the story. That's it. Don't worry. Okay. You get the five episodes. You want more than that? You can make your own show. No, you can make your... <laughs> we're going to go eat snails now. No, you're no more show. No more show for you. <laughs> <laughs> They're the soup Nazis of TV shows. <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely keep watching this. Uh, you know, I'm always looking. Obviously, we. I think we all are. I'm always looking for new... Decent shows, at least decent level shows to keep watching. And this totally qualifies. I mean, I could I could see it getting good. So I will definitely keep going. Yeah. Um, same. I have the same reaction. I would like to continue watching and plan to finish the show pretty soon. Russ, welcome to the universe of watching fun things. What? This show is so much fun. That one's fun? Oh, uh, no. I, I had... So- <laughs> I had a a great time watching this show. It's super light. You don't have to think very hard. It caught me off guard, which I appreciated. Like, definitely going to keep watching. Great recommendation, Dave. Cool. All right. And the last one. The last show. The Nick. Dave. Fuck no, I'm not watching this show. (laughs) Even if I did, it would take me a year to finish it because it'd have to be like when my wife's asleep. And 
in the late hours. They'd be like right. sawing someone's leg off the next right. episode. <laughs> 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 right. More opium. Russ? Me? I would... I'm going to probably continue with it. I like... I'm a big Clive Owen fan, so that's probably one of the main reasons I'm going to keep going. I like him, so... I'm going to keep trying to... And I like... I do like period pieces and I like things that are set in other countries, which is one of the reasons I like Lupin. Yeah. Um, so both those reasons, I've, a lot of these shows capture that kind of thing for me. So yeah, I'm going to keep watching the next show. Wow. I will probably watch one or two more to see if it, I, I honestly don't think it's going to change, but I'd like to see kind of where it goes. I'm not optimistic that I'll finish the season. This feels like one where I'll watch a few and go, all right, and then probably not go back to it. I appreciate the Steven Soderbergh-ness of it, but I don't think that's enough to keep me going. Where uh, something like, um, if you want to do like auteur directors, like Mindhunter with David Fincher, David Fincher's show, I would, I'm, it's really sad they're not doing a, a third season of that. I really enjoyed uh, they're that. They're not, like, definitely got, yeah, they they like indefinite hiatus on that one. Um, so like Fuck. I try to follow those types of shows, but I, I I'm not convinced I'm gonna watch like both seasons of of the Nick. Uh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. You'll have to get my money from 2014 some other way. Bye. <laughs> the last thing I will say, like if you had to pick one, right? If I'm gonna recommend one thing for of the three shows. And this is this is like if I it's more of a betting man scenario. The safe bet is to keep watching Lupin because it feels like you know where it's going. It's gonna be fun. It probably will let you down, or even if it does, it's like it's still fine and enjoyable. I feel like the payoff is in your honor. If that goes how you want it to go, if it, if 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 it develops the right way, that has the potential of being an epic show. So I'm going to put my money on your honor, even though I may lose all my money, but that's where I'm going to go. That's tough. Yeah. Like say you actually had a financial stake in one of the movies or something or shows and you had to choose which, like if one of them does well, you'll be a bank. The other two do well that you didn't pick, you'll end up a zero. I think just based on the star power, uh, I'd go with your honor. I'm, I'm curious to see where it goes. Because I'm not sure what's going to happen. You know, something's going to happen, but you don't know what it is. If the show, if it, if it goes down this path and it goes down where every episode is like, they find the bloody towel under the thing. And then the next episode is like, oh, we get the DNA from the inhaler. I mean, I will not be happy. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think that's going to be the main plot line, but I think those things are going to happen every episode. Right. I think yeah. like the detective is going to discover the evidence but you're probably going to follow Cranston and Stoolbarge either either running into each other or navigating each other. Like at some point, Cranston's going to go back to work, right? Like he's going to go back to his job and have to stand next to Clay Davis and be like, "Yeah, vote for this guy." Like that's and but he's going to have this guilty conscience. And I, I is his name Stoolbarge? Is that what you're <laughs> Stool? Is it Stoolbarg or Stoolbarge? That's his name. That's his fucking name. Like a ship barge. Yeah. I don't know. S- Look it up. Whatever. <laughs> F- 
Fuck you. Talk more about stool, Chris. I'm talking about boats full of it. I, Dave, in this construction, I think your honor is probably the winner. Although, I, I think you'll get the most like emotional satisfaction out of it, even though Lup- Lupin is probably like the most fun show. Yeah, like, probably. You can throw it on, enjoy it, move on. Yeah. It's cool. It's very cool. It's, I mean, I mean, fucking watching, looking at Paris all the time is great. Like you can't argue yeah. with that. Um, but yeah, I think that's probably the, the big winner of this episode. There you have it. There you go. Go watch it. Go watch it. Go Try watch it. it. Do Try it. it out. Your honor has the making enemies seal of approval with a big old. Uh, not feces rating for making enemies. Congratulations. Congratulations, Brian with a Y. You got our seal of approval. Nice. Or you can wait till season two of the Nick where it's all about dental surgery. (laughs) Uh, Sepsis tap. (laughs) Thanks everybody for listening. We'll talk to you next week. 